live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And we are Thriving Ones. introduce Lindsay Coyle to you. Many of you know Lindsay. And um, we just interviewed her husband, Matt, on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know who she's married to, the six foot six tall guy, um, and <laughs> Lindsay's like my height, five, five, yes. five, five, two. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, he's an amazing, amazing um, other half to this beautiful, amazing woman of God who's powerful and pure. And I say this all the time. She's one of the purest vessels of wow. the Holy Spirit I've ever met. Um, mm -hmm. And I just feel like she and I are like cut from the same cloth. And yes. uh, I love that's that's saying a lot about me, too, isn't it? <laughs> Purity means a lot to me. OK, yes. <laughs> um, really, she walks in this level of the prophetic and word of knowledge that is a pioneering gift for the rest of us who are just, you know, pursuing the gifts of God. But above and beyond that, um, she has an amazing story of how God brought her out of kind of like paganism into Christianity and um, how the Lord's been redeeming her life. So, Lindsay, yeah. welcome. You've been with us, I don't know, three times now. This is our yeah. first time. Yes. We traveled oh. to Brazil together. We've we done have. a workshop at our church. Yes. Um, we went so to North Dakota together. Bit. Even North Dakota together. Yeah. So, just tell us a little oh. bit about your story. Yeah, so Serene, I mean, obviously, if you guys don't know yet, Serene's an amazing um, mom. Uh, I think that uh, what she carries is so needed in the body of Christ right now. And so I know this is interviews about me, but I just wanted to brag on Serene, you know, and but because last year uh, was my first Power and Hope. And now I'm a part of the last Power and Hope conference in Eugene, which is so, so interesting, like with our transition and everything, you know. So um, and I just want to want to honor you, Seren, for for being faithful, for being obedient. Um, I know it hasn't been easy, but um, you've been obedient and a lot of people have benefited from your obedience. It, it literally like I could see like a, an Israel type of deliverance you know like when moses came and did a deliverance and it wasn't easy it was hard but he was fully equipped you know he was fully equipped and god was with him and i can see that with you and i can see what your ministry has done in power and hope and even with ors and so i my husband and i are just so um honored to be a part of this next journey and obviously like you know if you know me and my past like um gosh like i was born and raised in the philippines and to be here in the united states i've been in redding california for 15 years and now going on into our next assignment to eugene like only god i mean only god can do that only god can orchestrate all of these things that have happened to me like uh, my mom passed away when i was 18 and um that obviously obviously shattered my world my innermost being and ever since then, you know, I have been in this journey of really also not just like in the gifts, but also in 
and kind of um, embracing like who am I, you know, like the journey of who am I and little by little, pieces by pieces, year by year, God has just been so faithful in bringing people into my life, you know, and obviously I met my husband in the Philippines. He was a missionary there and um, we got married there and then moved here in the United States. And so even that, you know, the way how God orchestrated everything in my life, like I wasn't willing to leave the Philippines because obviously I loved my family there. I loved where I grew up, you know, and so I, I, I got saved when I was 18, just after shortly after my mom passed away. And that in itself was another like God's hand on my life, you know, because I was headed in a different direction, you know, like I was I was uh, going after for my bachelor's degree in management and accounting and I was headed in a different direction. And the Lord just showed up in the middle of that, in the midst of a of a, a tragedy in my life that he would show up and he would say, here I am. I'm with you. It's like Joseph, Genesis 39 two. Joseph was successful, not because of everything that he did, not, not because he was successful with Potiphar, not because he was successful with anything that he did on the outside. He was successful because God was with him. And from then on, like I just followed God, like followed where he would lead me. And I just wanted to encourage everybody that's watching right now. Like if you don't know where you're headed, just follow where the Lord's leading you because he will not. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And he, his hand is always, um, always available for you, you know? So, so anyway, I just wanted to say all of that because Serene, what you're doing next and where we're headed, um, it is definitely an important part of what's happening in the world. Yeah. I, um, those of you who don't know that there's a little bit of a, well, there's a lot of crossover happening between the mm -hmm. coils and I right now. Yes. Um, what started out as a, a partnership and conference uh, ministry and, and traveling, we went to Brazil for like a week and a half together. Um, the Lord has morphed in the last couple of mm -hmm. months to co-laboring in ministry and we're planting a church together. So uh, those of you who are part of the ORS community, uh, we announced this last Friday and mm -hmm. Matt and Lindsay will be here tomorrow, uh, Friday to just kind of, get to know you guys. So um, mm -hmm. anyone who's part of Eugene and Springfield ORS or just the community at large of Power and Hope, and you want to hear mm -hmm. their story, I, I would encourage yes. you to come. So um, that's a whole different interview we should do, you know, for ORS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah, follow absolutely. this rabbit trail because of the I know. amazing things God has done <laughs> in the last yes. few weeks. Like it's been a whirlwind, hasn't it? it has God's been, been yeah. closing doors and opening doors. Yes, so yes. <clears throat> without it being really about like ORS or the next uh, thing that we're doing together, how do you think all this transition pertains oh. like to us prophetically as the body yeah. of Christ? What yeah. do you see happening in the overarching picture? Yeah. Um, if you, I mean, for those of you who were there in the power and hope in Portland in April, I think a lot of things started there. Um, at least it started. It started. Something started for me there. I know that I was just made aware at that moment that God was going to shift something, like individually, as a family, um, as a community, and I believe like the world too. You know, in the United States, like is every time we say yes individually, when we converge with other people, it's going to have a ripple effect. You know, in the in your state, in the United States, and in the world. And I don't know if people remember, if you were there, I said, like, I was going to talk about Esther, but, um, and I probably will talk about Esther in, in this conference, um, because I feel like that God's raising up the reformers and the disruptors. 
And so, but he started that, I felt like he started it in April. And if you count mm. April, April, May, June, July, August, September, September is six months. And I don't know if you remember this, Sarin, I said, God could shift you from waiting on it to walking in it. And then I asked everybody, like, imagine yourself six months from now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I did that to me. Imagine yourself six months from now. Okay. Yeah. Where is God leading you and where are you headed? And I um, kind of put it into a, a, um, a way where we need to faithfully prepare. And I think that was where my season started. Like, Okay, wow. if God's saying faithfully prepare, then what am I faithfully preparing for? And I could remember I did not have any details. All I knew is something was happening in me. And some of you guys, you're in that spot. You're like, it doesn't make sense. Why is God leading me to do this or to participate in this? And it doesn't make sense for my current season. And I'm just going to tell you, it's pretty simple. Because what he's asking you to prepare for, it's not for your current season. It's for your next season because God's already prepared where you're headed and now he's preparing you. And one of the things that I want to just briefly share here is that like uh, God immediately brought me to David, you know, and he said to me, Lindsay, you do not have to manipulate your way into a calling. So I want to <laughs> release that over everybody. That's good. I'm just like, like, you know, before this interview, what was I doing? I was washing the dishes, <laughs> right? And some of us have to be that, like David was when he brought food to his brothers. To his brothers, when when the war was coming, you know, when 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 um the giant was still there, and 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 even before that, you know, in First Samuel sixteen, the Lord brought Samuel to the house of Jesse, and then yeah. told by God that David David would be anointed king. So this yeah. is the thing. Where was David? He was minding his own business, doing his current duty. And I'm just going to let you guys know. And he had no idea what God was orchestrating behind the scenes. And sometimes that's what's happening right now in the world. But he is calling up the reformers and the disruptors because the reformers and the disruptors don't mind. Let's bring food. Let's wash <laughs> the dishes. And then when the opportune time comes, he will reveal you before the world. And but we have to faithfully prepare, you know, because later on, like when when we see like in first Samuel 16, you know, obviously David was anointed king. But later in that same chapter, Saul needed a harpist to calm his depression. OK, yeah. so and someone in his palace recommended David to him. So Saul sent for David, who once again was only busy fulfilling his current responsibilities. So some of us today, some of you listening here, you're busy performing your current responsibilities. And that reminded me, even today, as I was reading 1 Samuel 16, that the Lord will send who I need into my life to do what he'd ha he's asked me to do. And That's he so can good. also, yes, and he can also move in the hearts of people that I don't even know to send for me and bring me into the spaces I'm not in yet. And that's wow. where I feel like God's bringing all of us, you know, like specifically for the reformers and the disruptors, like the catalysts of change and the agents of change. And for whatever reason, you know, what's happening in the world and where power and hope is right now and where we're all headed, 
the conversion of the backers to coils and how many other families that are going to be a part of this next movement. I don't have all the details. I don't have everything laid out, no ducks in a row. But what I do know is that I am saying my yes one step at a time. And from April to September, that's six months. And I just now I'm looking back. Wow. What the wow. Lord did and how he orchestrated everything. I had no idea. And so yeah. some of us are going to be in that. And some of you, Power and Hope Eugene will be your place of convergence. Power and Hope Eugene will be your, your place and moment where, you know, like, hey, you might have been just, you know, tending to the flock, doing your own thing, you know, and maybe that's where it is going to be for you. So I, you know, I would, I would encourage you guys, like, even like consider, <laughs> like, coming and just just looking at the 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 lineup of the speakers it's so amazing yeah. like god orchestrated everything yeah. so so excited for <laughs> the the fresh message you're gonna bring because yeah. um that is kind of the dna of power and hope it's like whatever revelation whatever prophetic yeah. words we have it's for this season and so mm -hmm. that's why we've had attendees attend from the very first one this is our 17th yeah. one and they wow. never miss because they know that everyone is is different. Every mm -hmm. single one has a different message. We do not regurgitate our yeah. um, because we're just seeking the Lord for what he's saying yeah. in this season. So I remember also um, in our April Power and Hope, we all got the sense and Alicia kind of like declared yes. this from the pulpit that God is literally planting seeds of dreams and impregnating yeah. us, so to speak, yeah. and that we're going to bird these dreams in the coming <sighs> next few months. Right. And yeah. I have a whole different thing about, mm -hmm. you know, the year 2023 and how this was also the Hebraic year of 23, 23 yeah. plus 23 being DNA mm -hmm. and um, new babies being born. And so we're literally oh. crossing over from mm -hmm. 2023 into 2024, but Hebraically yeah. we've already crossed crossed into 24. So right. we have yeah. these like three months of transition. <laughs> yes. And I don't know a single person. I, I'm not even like exaggerating who's not going through some kind of major mm -hmm. turbulence mm -hmm. and transition. And mm -hmm. I don't think this is just about like, oh, it's the next season. Right. I actually think it's a whole new epic era in mm -hmm. the kingdom calendar mm -hmm. and of course we're seeing world events transpire in ways yes. that could trigger you know yes. like world war three with israel and hamas yes. and even ukraine yeah. and russia the potential of it all china yeah. if you follow news there's just like so much division happening mm -hmm. around the world yeah. but i feel like um what looks chaotic there mm -hmm. is something that god is doing Mm -hmm. um, that that is that should fill his his children with incredible hope. Yep. So yep. how do you feel about that? What do you think about oh, what's happening? Goodness. Yes. So um uh I'm not super informed with the news, but obviously I have a sense of what's happening. And this is interesting because I was just in a women's conference and you know uh, this past weekend and um the lord i was like god like what do you want me to speak into like what do you want me to declare you know with everything that's happening and I, god just told me i want you to show i want you to show everybody what the enemy looks like <laughs> and i was like oh okay. wow because wow. the thing is like people say like oh know your enemies right know your enemies like it, it's a military strategy like you know the yeah. more you know your enemy the more you will know their strengths and their weaknesses but God showed me, and, and you remember you remember my preaching about the disarmed and defeated. Yes. Yeah. So I literally 
preach that message because I said, hey, I know we all have been going through some things. And I do not deny anybody's suffering. I do not diminish anything that's happening with anybody. I'm not gaslighting anybody, but my, but I am a carrier of hope. And so I'm going to reveal what exactly what the enemy looks like so yeah. you can be empowered to make decisions that it's according to the truth of God. First That's and good. foremost, obviously, like I want to declare the scripture. Okay, like I, I'm going to look it up. Like it's in Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not yeah. on your own understanding. That's in good. all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And so Amen. that's, I feel like, I know it's a very common scripture in the Christian world. Um, everybody probably knows this if you've been saved for 30 years, but this <laughs> is a now word, yeah. like trust in the Lord and not leaning in our own understanding because it's so easy, especially if we've been saved for a long time, we yeah. can pretty much create a strategy and a structure that yeah. doesn't rely on the understanding of the Lord, but in our own understanding. That and is so, so good. It's yeah. it's reminding me of the story of Abraham because mm -hmm. God said, give me Isaac, sacrifice Isaac, right? And so he yeah. prepared and he climbed mm -hmm. up the mountain and the Lord uh -huh. never, never said, no, 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 this isn't the way I want you to go. He was revealing something about his what? nature that's different from yeah. the other gods that mm -hmm. other cultures were, were worshiping at the time, right? Yeah. So at the last second, God said, no, Abraham, don't. I mean, his arm was raised, right? Yeah, with a knife. He was ready. But he had to hear him in yeah. that split second moment and mm -hmm. change direction. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Christians do a lot. It's like, well, the Lord said this. Yeah. And then we yep. just blindly run yep. um, because we're not ready for the hard mm -hmm. right turns and the hard yeah. left turns because yeah. we just think, well, he said it once, so it must be this way. Right. And yet right. the Bible is full mm -hmm. of, of Jesus, uh, like showing up to Paul and saying, mm -hmm. hey, angel of the Lord, hey, Paul, yeah. don't go into, you know, this area, into Asia, go into Macedonia. Right. But he yes, read that. Exactly. And he was literally yes. in Macedonia, ready yes. to go in, right? Yes. Or, or, or Asia. Yes. So it's just um, such a, a highlight and an emphasis how we need to hear mm -hmm. the voice of God yes. and how important the the prophetic is mm -hmm. so can you expound it's on like your experience yes. with the prophetic and yeah, yeah go it's, ahead. it's imperative it's imperative because um especially with the prophetic you know and i've said this multiple times and i've heard this from another prophet like your prophetic words do not need to be impressive they just need to reveal the heart of god yeah so that's why when i shared the 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 message on like what does really the enemy look like you know, Colossians 2.15, he has been disarmed. Deuteronomy, I think, 28.7, he has been defeated. And I showed the women last week. It's like, this is what our enemy looks like. He literally doesn't, not, doesn't have any arms. Yeah. He doesn't have any feet. Yeah. And therefore, he cannot touch you and he cannot go after you. But he does have a mouth, a very big one. And that's <laughs> why we need to be careful who we're listening to. You know, because mm -hmm. we're wired to literally hear from the Lord. We're designed to specifically hear from him. But our That's ears good. pick up other things too. So our ear, we have two ears, one mouth. And the word hear has the word ear in it. So we're literally, and the heart has the word ear and hear in it. So we are literally designed as a people, as a, as a, as a kingdom to 
hear the heart of God. And so in the prophetic, like what are you, what you're listening to is what will come out of your mouth. And so I have That's been good. very careful, not because out of fear, but because out of obedience, like God, what do you want me to say? If I'm seeing something, do you want me to pray or do you want me to prophesy? Because the thing is, like, if you are, are, are prophetic by any chance, especially if you're a feeler and a seer, you're no stranger to all the things that are coming in, right? And so, but you have to make sure that you use your gifting in a way that can benefit your community, your family, your nation, and the world. Like, if, if something comes up, comes to your mind and comes to your heart, and it's like, you present it to God, like, God, do I pray? And obviously, the, all, the answer is always yes on praying. <laughs> if you're prophetic and you want to be entrusted with words, like my journey is more like prayer and intercession. That's always like a foundation in the prophetic gift. Pray That's and intercede. Good. And then you ask the Lord, do I need to prophesy this? Or what do I prophesy in regards to my knowledge of this? Because that in itself, like everything needs to be declared for something to happen. And so yeah. if you're empowered with the enemy being disarmed and defeated, I heard this preaching from my pastor like in the Philippines. And so I was like, I ran with it. I was like, not <laughs> only he's, he doesn't have arms and legs, the next thing is he is like a barking dog. Wow. He's all bark and no bite. There's a scripture for that. I'll find it later. I can probably present that because that's how I presented it. Like, he is all bark and no bite. Just imagine a little chihuahua trying to scare you. And right. obviously there's a scripture that says he is like a lion. And the yeah. good news is he is not the lion of Judah. He is That's just right. posing like a lion. And That's so as right. a community, as a prophetic community, even, uh, you know, everything, apostolic, whatever that looks like, I think we need to be able to readjust and reset and realign our faith with God. Yeah. And Proverbs yeah. 3 verses 5 to 6 is a key scripture right now, whatever decisions that we are making, because yeah. out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so if you're That's feeding right. your heart with fear and <laughs> not coming from the fear of the Lord, then that's what's going to come out. And the prophetic, especially if you are the prophetic voice in your community, like that's going to affect the community that listens, that listens to you. And so it's okay. very important to raise up all this, like the reformers and the disruptors, they're there, but they just need to be revealed and they will be revealed. You will be revealed in the opportune time like David was. All he did was deliver food and he was revealed. And this is the other important thing that I feel like everybody needs to hear is that when David came and saw Goliath, everybody was so helpful, right? They were trying to say, Saul was even very being very helpful. There are all, a lot of helpful people out there <laughs> with good yeah. hearts. As long as and you're Saul, the one doing the fight. <laughs> yes. And Saul not. was like, yeah, yeah. Saul was like, you can borrow my armor. And David, in his good heart, he tried. He tried his armor on, but it didn't fit him. Saul's armor may be glamorous, but it will not fit you if it's not meant for you. So we may be looking like, oh, I want that anointing. I want what that pastor had, has, you know, I want that ministry and everything, but it will not fit you. And, and to be honest, like if David tried to use the armor, it would have hindered him and prevented him from his assignment. That's good. And the thing is, yeah. and the thing is, David relied instead on his history and said, hey, I have killed a bear and a lion with my bare hands. I was like, God's going to help me. He's going to be here with me. 
and yeah. his weapon of choice was a slingshot and a stone. And that may yeah. be the weapon, the anointing that we have. It may not look like much compared to Saul's armor and weapon, but this is where your anointing is. We just That's need good. to find what is that slingshot and stone in our lives. And I feel like that's what we're trying to um, equip the people with. That is what mm -hmm. we're equipping the people with by having personal prophetic sessions for every person that mm -hmm. attends, you know, five to 10 minute personal, even if you're married. I hate yes. it when I go to a prophetic session and they're like, oh, you and your husband and you guys get to share a 10 minute session and everybody else gets 10 minutes. Right? I know. So in our, in our conference, we're like, okay, you may be married. And if you want to do it together, that's great. But if you want an individual word, you're allowed. That's awesome. So um, I think that's, that's awesome. exactly what we're doing is because sometimes I think, especially in charismania, we have this, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. this blanket yeah. statements and we have like stereotypical pictures of what anointing mm -hmm. looks like. And, yes. oh yeah, you have to look like, like Bill Johnson or Randy Clark mm -hmm. or right. some of the great generals, right? Mm -hmm. Heidi Baker. Um, and we, we forget that every single one of us has a history with God where exactly. we have killed exactly. the lion and mm -hmm. the, the bear in private mm -hmm. that positions yes. us for our specific fight. And yes. I, I love that you're bringing that up because that's what the whole conference is about. It's like, stop, stop trying to emulate somebody else. You know, yeah. but know your intimacy with God and history with God and know yeah. the battle that's in front of you. And we run our lanes as, as individuals. Mm -hmm. yes. So I love what you're bringing up. Um, and could you just speak into a little bit of like what this prophetic journey has done for your mm. life to strengthen you? Yeah. Because you're so yeah. gifted in word of knowledge um, and you're so gifted in, in the prophetic, but you're so humble about it. Yeah. And so in the stewardship of this crazy anointing um that you carry um what is like your biggest takeaway in your journey yeah. with the lord and yeah. uh operating in the in the prophetic yeah oh gosh um i think a lot of people ask me if like did you ask for the gift and although i would love yeah. to say yes and be spiritual about it <laughs> i did not i tell wow. people like that's why i i teach prophetic differently i teach it with the concept of hearing the heart of god yeah. Because it was Exodus 33, 11. Make note of that verse, guys. Exodus 33, 11 was the verse that did it for me. Wow. When Exodus 33, 11 says, um, uh, and God spoke to Moses face to face like a friend. Mm -hmm. That verse, I read that verse so many times. And yet that one time that I read it, it made a difference in how I related to the Lord. I began to ask him, what is it like, what does it look like to be your friend? That was the question I asked. And sometimes the Lord will hear your, your cry, like, oh, give me the gift, but then he will go for your heart. He will always yeah. see your heart. So it doesn't matter, you know, like it's the nuances of what comes out of your mouth, but God looks at your heart. And I had such a desire to walk in friendship and intimacy with him that it didn't matter to me what gifting i walked in That's if great. i had the if i had the privilege to walk in different kinds of anointing and gifting um I'm, I'm honored and i i consider that as an honor i consider that as as something that it is my assignment and i'm saying yes to him but mm -hmm. this is the one thing that i i i will not let go of is my pursuit of friendship and intimacy with him mm -hmm. and i think that's how it started for me 
um, because that's when his heart and his voice became clear to me. And it was all about like relationship with him, you know, and I could remember one of the first times that um, that he spoke to me in a way that led to that journey. He was like, because I had been praying, you know, God, like, what does it look like to be your friend? You know, and that was the consistent question I asked. And one time I was driving and um, and I heard a voice and it says, uh, he said, hey, Lindsay, <laughs> it wasn't even very spiritual. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, oh, my gosh, like I freaked out because I'm like, it's not every day that you you hear like a voice that big, big, that it's it's like did I hear it like in the natural was or was it really strong in my heart but it was so clear and so and then the first story I remembered was the story of Samuel like oh I don't need three times you know like I'm just gonna say yes it doesn't matter who this voice is so I just said yes I'm listening you know or something like that I don't remember now but I said something that that I turned and and he says guess what I said what I said do you I said, do you know? So I'll, I'll use Seren, Seren's name, but this was a different friend. It's like, do you know that our friend Seren got a new phone? And I said, really? And then he began to tell me what the new phone was, where Seren went wow. to get the new phone, who she was with, just like random details, right? And I got wow. excited and I said, God, wow, do you want me to call Seren right now and tell her that you spoke to me about her? She's going to get so <laughs> rocked. And he says, no. I said, why did you tell me? And he said, like, this is in response to your question. Like, what does it look like for me to be your friend? Wow. We were just having a conversation about Serene, who is our mutual friend. Wow. And he was sharing excitement and celebration about what happened to you. There was wow. no need for me to pray for you. Well, That's I so still good. did. You know, I still prayed yeah. for this friend in private. Yeah. But it was this conversations with the Lord. And so now I'm like, Gosh, like this is awesome, you know? And so That's not so everything good. that he tells me I speak out because yeah. if, you know, for those of you who are married, you know this, your husband, you and your husband talk about certain things. It's actually the secrets that you share with each other is what brings out a deeper intimacy and friendship with each other. And it's the that same so thing good. with the Lord. So that's how my journey has been. And yeah. I, I don't plan on changing that <laughs> because, <laughs> because people ask me also, like, what's the best gift, Lindsay? And I know some people yeah. are like curious and their hearts are great, but some people are like asking me like they're Pharisees, you know, sure. like they're, they're trying sure. to like get a, a, a weird answer out of me. And I just tell mm -hmm. them like the best gift is whatever the person in front of you needs. That's good. That's and so, so good. And so when you reveal the heart of God to that person, it doesn't matter whatever you think they need healing from or prophetic word or salvation. Like as soon as the heart of God leaves your mouth and enters into that person, they will yeah. experience his love like yeah. never before and he will be forever changed. So Yeah, and that really is um, the point of prophecy, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. not to wow anybody with knowledge yep. or mm -hmm. tell them the future like a fortune teller, right. but it's to yeah. show them how much God loves them so mm -hmm. that their relationship and their intimacy with the Lord um, mm -hmm. increases because of what yeah. you revealed. Um, yeah. Gosh, I wish this is so I good. I, I wish we had more I love time. It. I actually have I to catch a plane. Yes, so, yes, um, that's we're right. We're fitting this in before, you know, I have uh, to leave for the airport. But uh, listen, if you want to hear more of Lindsay's heart and why um, the Lord has 
gifted her with this gift that she never asked for. You, you got to come to the conference and she's going to be moving to Eugene um, in December. So you got to come to our church, you know, yes. we, we, we announce where it is and, and we're working so much behind the scenes. Yes. Um, I can't remember a season in my life where I've been walking in the kind of um, turbulence as far as changes. Mm -hmm and um supernatural open doors and closed doors like mm -hmm. this season it, it, it's been an amazingly mm -hmm. uh head spinning um yeah. literally having to walk by faith kind of a season where every day something has mm -hmm. changed and uh, Lindsay and i've been talking about this we're just <laughs> following the breadcrumbs of the lord yeah. we have no idea yes. where it's gonna lead right now <laughs> we're starting to see the light at the end yes, of the tunnel, yes. you know but it's just that's the season of walking by faith, isn't it? Yeah, it so, is. So um, we we welcome you. We please mm -hmm. go to surinbacker.com and um, join us for our very last Power and Hope. We have no plans to do any future conferences mm -hmm. um, through Surinbacker Ministries. We don't know what God is doing. This is another one of those turbulent things where God yeah. is closing a door. Um, and who knows what do door he's going to open in the future. We don't know. But we literally yeah. are walking into the Hebraic mm -hmm. year of open yes. doors. So yes. I know when God is closing something, it's because mm -hmm. he's going to open something even better. And we want that mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. And in the midst of the closed door and waiting on the open door, there can be some confusion. Um, mm -hmm. And we just want to foster that, that genuine yeah. supernatural hope, the genuine mm -hmm. supernatural faith of our living God and give yeah. you a little bit um, of just assurance, just to encourage mm -hmm. and edify and bolster your faith. And um, we're, it's November 2nd to 4th. We're not doing any kind of streaming. It just not has, hasn't worked out in the past. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish we could give you testimonies of all the things um, that we know of that has happened in these conferences that have absolutely changed lives, changed destinies. Mm -hmm. But Lindsay, thank you so much for um, sharing. We could talk mm -hmm. for hours and it would be I know, like and we have. So. <laughs> and we have, we have. And we, we have. We continue to. We will continue. We will, to. yes. <laughs> continue to pray for us. Um, mm -hmm. Lindsay and I are just so filled with joy. And mm -hmm. I, all the speakers we're bringing to the table are people of joy, people of incredible faith, revelation um and breakthrough they they carry breakthrough so uh come join us power and yes. hope conference um here in eugene springfield for those of you who are local those of you who are not i really encourage you to book your rooms right away because mm -hmm. there's a huge ducks game people are oh, willing yes. to pay thousands of dollars for a football game but people are not willing to for a conference like this um yeah. but i guarantee you you will get come more on. out of a conference like this than a ducks game. yes honestly yes Yes. So go to surinbacker.com, come see the coils. If you're in the area tomorrow night at oars at 630, if you need information, go to oarsconnect.com. Um, and we will see you soon. If I didn't give mm -hmm. you all the information I need to give you, go to surinbacker.com. Okay. My name yes. is right there. Just add .com <laughs> to it. You'll get all the info. So Lindsay, thank you. Thank you. Can't wait to be with you. Um, Me too. Thank you for being here. To Tomorrow, you're going to be driving up yes, yes. Um, and you're going to rock everyone's socks off with the Aww. blessing of God and the love of God. So mm -hmm. please watch Matt's interview from Tuesday. Watch mm -hmm. Lindsay's interview. Sign up for our email and then we'll put a link to both so that you can get to know this dynamo, amazing awesome. couple who's coming to Eugene Yay. to bring the glory of God and, and co-labor with us. Mm -hmm. So I'll see you later and hope to see you at Power and Hope.